ladies and gentlemen, this is Come Sit With Us, episode 12. It's the little things that kill me. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone out there in podcast land. I'm Mark Flores, along with my co-host Isaiah Martinez, and welcome to another great episode of Come Sit With Us. We are your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. For the uninitiated, Come Sit With Us is a weekly to bi-weekly podcast about casual conversations amongst friends. Isaiah and myself have been friends for over 15 plus years, and with that, deep friendship comes along with deep conversations that we've decided to put in show format. So to those that are joining us again, welcome back. And to the first timers, welcome. Isaiah, how are you feeling this week? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. The event that I originally had planned to do on Saturday actually got pushed back with the city that it's actually held in. So this event is the Patches and Pin Expo. It's over in Santa Ana. I usually do it at this pace. I should have done it already like three or four times in different. They have the they have the venue in different in different skins and, and types, mm-hmm. you know, and I say that with like they'll do it, you know, as a night event, a day event all in the city of Santa Ana with the same person curating this event. Gotcha. The this was supposed to be the, the week that I was originally going to do it. And then they, the city actually canceled it. And is it just because we're rolling back stuff now? Like not having public gatherings or is it a different reason? The impression that I got from it is that they, the gentleman that runs the show is actually getting backlash from uh, people that have seen the event in the previous, uh, in its previous fashion and saw that it's actually had a lot of people now in this event he's actually like reiterated to people that he's going to have it in limited capacity mm-hmm. and this is what swayed him this time to actually net from net being canceled already mm-hmm. i just got the notification on like thursday or friday that it's back on oh okay so this is say, like i was gonna say you should just take it over and then you just lead it and tell everybody like <laughs> hey we're still having it it's still uh, on undercut the event <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it was originally canceled i should have just said yeah it's still going and then just had all the customers at my table yeah we, we're still on we're still on everybody <laughs> <laughs> so i all the customers at your table i know big old line <laughs> not following quarantines <laughs> they get one option to choose from your table <laughs> For the whole I be, event. I've become the Starbucks of the pins. Just the one choice that you get. <laughs> From that move, little did Mark know he'd become the next McDonald like corporation. <laughs> I do handshake agreements and don't follow through on them. You bought the property land. <laughs> what you need to do is buy the property that that location sits on. <laughs> to those that don't know what we're talking about, watch The Founder. Michael Keaton did an amazing, great movie. amazing, amazing the role as Ray Kroc. The wife, too. The wife of that guy. Like, this it, all, it all started with burgers and milkshakes. And then it turned yeah. this guy into this it, real estate a mogul. Real, a real milkshake, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, we, so now the event's back on. But unfortunately, um, my, my co-owner can't make it. So Nick's going to be doing something with his family that weekend. So... Now I've had to make some changes and actually occupy a few of 
few more pin boards to to display over this coming Saturday. So I've been at home just trying to make sure all the all the displays are perfect and everything and just have you got the fog machine ready <laughs> the strobe lights Lasers. disco ball <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna do it i, I feel like i'm gonna, it's gonna be like an art gallery because i'm only supposed to have a certain amount of people in at one time so i think i'm gonna have to dress like in a suit mm-hmm. ah yes welcome caviar yeah. cigarette <laughs> wine i know how my brother would do it he would have like some basic ones set on the table and then he'll have like a chest in the back like oh wait you want to see this one like this special one over oh here? yeah with like white gloves <laughs> a white glove setup yeah the the thing that i've been doing lately is just finding a bunch of a bunch of uh sports pins on ebay and trying to find like a bunch of them at a good price that way i can actually get a good um uh, a good you know uh return on how much i sell them for and luckily i've been finding local sports teams uh, around the area of uh, Santa Ana in, in Southern California. So hopefully it's going to take off. I'm just ready and excited. So make sure you guys follow us on uh, Instagram at El Notorious Pin for the pin-related business. And for those that actually don't know as well, we actually, Come Sit With Us has actually started their own Instagram page at us. So make sure you uh, follow us for any recent updates and the link to the overall subscription database i'd like to call it because it gets we're available on all these branches of audio of audio distribution i've never even heard of (laughs) yeah there's random ones out there i mean yeah i can't even go over the list there's a bunch of just off like i think there's like pod pocket or something like that pod pocket (laughs) it's like something like you've never heard of the microwavable podcast You could put put it. We're available in like a, a heating tray. <laughs> you, have you ever wanted to eat the come sit with us podcast? The podcast. Put it in the microwave for five minutes and enjoy the come sit with us podcast. Knock off from the other previous brands. Yeah. Pod pocket. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you know what's been ever. you know what's been cracking me up lately is actually listening to the to the UFO episode when I ask you if you believe in UFOs and yeah. you're like, no, I ask you, I say, do you believe in UFOs? What and you're like, remember the UFO episode that we had? The, yeah. I the, just kind of forgot what I said though. You're, I asked you, I was like, Isaiah, do you believe in, in UFOs? And you're like, no, I don't, but I've seen some strange things oh, yeah, in the, the sky. sky. <laughs> <laughs> little by little, we start talking about like, yeah, I, I don't believe in UFOs. No, I've never I've seen s- anything, but there was yeah. something strange one time I seen <laughs> that I couldn't identify, and it was an object that was flying. <laughs> oh man, that cracked me up, dude. Yeah, that was funny. The um, so I'm getting ready for that, and so with the unoccupied Saturday that I had, I actually was able to just do. Um, a quick little turnaround trip to Las Vegas from on Friday night into Saturday morning. So I did that. And you know what? I encourage people that live in the Southern California area, driving to Vegas isn't that bad. It's not that bad. But it is bad when you're going on one of the hottest weekends on record. That is terrible. I thought my car was going to overheat. I, I swear, like, I could have cracked three eggs on my hood. And would have had, like, I could have made an omelet. That's how hot it was. It was the hood of my car. The whole exterior was just probably pushing, like, 120. I was in deep fear that my car was just going to overheat, going over the Cajon Pass. Very, very hot. Yeah. And when I pull, when I, when I get to, uh, when I get to Las Vegas, 
it gets about, and it's around nighttime. It's around, it's going to start turning into nighttime, but it's still like 110. It was a hot day. Definitely. I ended up, uh, having fun with some friends and then met up with a friend after we ended up going, uh, going out for, uh, drinks at this little tiki bar that they had over, over off the strip. Vegas actually has stuff off the strip. It's hard to believe. I thought it was all about like luck be a lady tonight. Yeah, wing a ding ding. Is, is, is there a lot of uh, Nick people, Papa Giorgio? Is it like the same kind of uh, amount of like people there still? Is it or is it noticeably different? Off the strip, a couple blocks away, it's it's like a different world. It's mm. literally just regular business commerce, just as if you'd see in any regular town. But what about tourism? Is you still see that a lot? Have you? It's there? mostly locals. Mm. It's mostly locals, but. Still, the 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 ambiance is nice. Customer service still top notch. Do they have like plexiglass everywhere and stuff and differently? So in in this bar seating area, it's more like, hey, look, where we seat you and you are talking with uh, the guests that you're with, feel free to take off your masks. Um, There's no countertop bar seating, reasonable because Mm -hmm. of you know the area of contamination you can get with like open beverages. Got it. Got it. Got it. But still. It was uh it was cool to end up doing that and then I ended up coming back here and Saturday and just prepping my boards and getting ready for getting ready for Armageddon mm. on Saturday. Mm. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I usually do well at these at those events and I've never had this large of selection of, of pins available. So I wanna see how it turns out. I'm just being mindful of all the things that we have going on right now. So hand sanitizer's gonna be there. I'm going to be wearing gloves and just, I'm going to encourage gloves. Ca- yeah. Cause you're the main handler. Huh, the- yeah. And I'm going so to encourage cashless transactions, but, mm-hmm. um, I really just prefer cash. Let's hmm. just be upfront with that. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, with what we got going on with our daily lives, Isaiah, I know that you're in a situation now where you're being a little bit more um, observant of what you uh, what you eat and your nutritional uh, your nutritional intake. Being more conscious about it, uh, I myself have been doing it uh, as well. But the meal prep journey that I've been having, I got to tell you, it's very nice to see that people are taking notice and applying it to their own life. Um, frankly, I started doing it to cut cost and, you know, get the cost, but the nutritional value, I try to meet it headway. Cause I'm not really going to go super cheap and just do potatoes and tuna, for, you know, but I kind of meet halfway where I just, you know, have the rice, chicken and the vegetables. Um, but don't get me wrong. You know, like I still love my breakfast food. You know, I, I would love to have that every day, but the, but when I'm out traveling, I try to have regular food out in the areas that I'm at. So what we're going to be talking about on this episode of Come Sit With Us, um, while we're going through our own health conscious decisions about eating better and just trying to live a more healthy and active lifestyle, um, I think it's this is an okay place to talk Amongst with the studio audience, well, the studio audience. I wish we had a studio audience <laughs> live hey, from it Burbank. <laughs> it's come sit with hey, us. It was a studio audience together. <laughs> we have Fillmore here. Who wants here? a free pin, guys? We have Fillmore here. He's, uh, 
<laughs> a studio audience live from Burbank. It's come sit with us. <laughs> um, I want to get people, the people listening in involved uh, with what we're doing. I'm just picturing a studio studio audience like right here. In this You're just instigating. So Every time I like say something, like, don't you agree with that, Isaiah? Oh, or like it'd probably be like the Married with Children audience. Little by little, it's just start evolving to the Howard Stern show. Right, it's getting slowly. really too provocative. <laughs> let's bring uh, let's bring a special guest down from the studio audience. Hey, what, what's your name? Yeah, Howard Stern was provocative, and now he's like the toast of the Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> he's like doing regular shows now. <laughs> yeah, the um, but I I feel that with our with us making our own um health conscious decisions on what we do now. I feel that this is a great place to talk about the foods that have been memorable in our life. You know, the, the, I feel doing this will help reinforce our current progress to keep us right on track because I think it's good to talk about all the food that all the comfort food that really was a staple in our life, you know, so with me, I can go all across the board with, you know, my grandmother's cooking, you know, nice uh, beef stew and go with uh, potato tacos. Mm. You can go with uh, everything else of that nature. But that to me deserves its own its own episode. But what I'm talking about is the stuff that we can get any which way, but like at certain places where we know we can get a good a good slice of pizza, a good burger, just good, good, quick service food all the time. Um, I want to start off with the, probably the, the youngest, the youngest food type in this group of what I'm going to talk about, because where's, where have you found the most memorable memorable burger in your life, Isaiah, because the hamburger man, that thing is. I remember, I remember uh, when I was young, first experiencing Gus Jr., and I thought that was like so bomb at the oh, time. Oh man, um, that was like a really memorable one for so, me. I mean, there's a lot of burgers out here, but that was like the first kind of like that was different from the rest, you know, because yeah. the rest was just like kind of plain. It was you kind of knew what you're getting, same taste, but Gus Jr.'s was. It was different. So with to people that aren't familiar with the Gus Juniors that we had, and I've I've enjoyed Gus Junior a lot. Um, I'm the I'm the uh, the asshole that actually goes to the drive through and orders steak and eggs <laughs> through nice. the drive through. It keeps like a bunch <laughs> nice. of three or they four cars. They still serve back. that at Tom's over there on uh, I think it's Alabama and Redlands. Oh, I go to so, so see Tom's is actually close to my work, and they give you a little ice cream afterwards. Yeah, that little cone. Yeah, yeah. The so with Gus Juniors and with how a Tom's works is basically like. Um, it's a quick service fast food joint, but with the homely sit down restaurant appeal, mm-hmm. they they got short order cooks, so they got meals that you can get in short order. But man, you the the key signs are always there. There's always like one booth seat with like it duct taped. They don't even want to replace the seat. It's like yeah. man, this place is just delicious in every sense of the way. I mean, the fries are are crispy golden on the outside and inside mm-hmm. they're super fluffy 
the burgers always wrapped precisely how and to your specifications it's like it's good to find places like that because the first burger you bite into is also going to be the last burger you bite into going to that specific restaurant yeah it uh that consistency is hard to duplicate every single time simply because you have issues like wait staff rotations and stuff like that but Man, so in my in my end, the most memorable burger I had, I is where I actually started uh, working. It's actually my first debut in the career, you know, in the workforce. So when I was uh, eighteen years old, I actually got a job at a where you had the sex scandal at. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the multiple the multiple sex scandal uh, accusations. Um. The <laughs> you can see it right through the drive-through window as you pass by a yellow like what? <laughs> I thought you guys were closed. What is this? <laughs> Why are the lights still on, Mark? <laughs> you haven't clocked out yet. <laughs> oh, I'm doing overtime, baby. And that was so convenient. It was so like down the street from where you're <laughs> like you're the most convenient work, drive to work. I know, just down the street, <laughs> literally like under a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If all the street lights were, you know, because and there was no street lights here to yeah. talk about. This was like a straight highway, straight Ayala slash Cedar <laughs> Avenue in Rialto, California, has evolved into a, a to a place that has like eight additional stoplights in, right. in route to Baseline Baseline Avenue. Yeah, <laughs> there's one for the fire department. There's one for all these extra streets. The one for Jerry Eves now. The park. The oh my goodness. So. <laughs> But the most memorable burger I've had over there, and this is a compliment to the the training regimen that you go through at Farmer Boys, but the Farmer's Burger is amazing. It's amazing any which way you you change the condiments, add extra whatever. Would you say it's the same today? Or was it like a special meal? I haven't... My doctor recommends that I don't get the <laughs> farmer's burger anymore. My cardiologist. No, um, I just, I can't take down a burger like that anymore, man. Like, right. I, and I'm not, sure, right. I, I'm the type of guy that like, I'll enjoy a good cheat meal, but like yeah. having one of those, you know me, dude, I'm already going to have like a, a, a side of fries, the zucchini that they have at farmer boys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that stuff right there. Now, I don't know if people know or not, but when Mark orders food at a restaurant, he orders like enough for two people. <laughs> and sometimes the waitress like or wait, waiter, like they think it is for, for like me as well, but it's actually just your order. <laughs> I'm for like, you, no, sir? no, yeah, I still right got, here? I got something to order myself, man. He's like, Oh dang. Okay. Yeah. And when they bring the food, it's like just like whole table full of food for you. <laughs> this little plate on the corner. Just your one plate. Yeah, man. I um I don't know where it goes. I don't know any of that, but I, I, I can I love good food, you know. It's just one of those things. So I, that's why I can't have big burgers like that anymore because I know that I'm gonna have fries and right, you're gonna have the whole, you know. Oh man, it's board of whatever they have to offer. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll take one. One what? Uh, just one of the menu, please. <laughs> one of every item. The the burgers always cooked to perfection. Charbroiled. You got to go with charbroiled burgers wherever you go. It sucks because there's instances where we have to get a burger that's not charbroiled. What about Burger Mania? You ever had the burger? Oh, man. Yeah, burger Mania. Yeah. 
Burger Mania and Rialto. You guys got to look it up. There's big a big history there. Actually, uh, I knew the guy. We yeah, uh, we both know the guy. Yeah, I just forgot his name now. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Nick. Nick. I think it, is it Nick? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, know, but the gentleman remember. we've I've known him for a cool minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a really cool guy too. Yeah, like straight cool guy. Yeah, the uh, that's the best part about burger joints like that, especially if like if you know the food's good, you can help a homie out. But then also it's like, it's like the home away from home, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you get a good, good burger, good conversation with the staff. That's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. So like R- burger mania now is like exactly like Gus jr. But now still with a more ambitious menu, their menu's huge. I haven't seen they had like, they got any time that you get a, you get a spot that can serve euros like those, the, the, the lamb and beef combination with the tzatziki sauce tomato right. and like the little pita the little flatbread mm-hmm. those that's where you know the food's good because if they have room to have all that stuff that you need to make a euro at for the four people that order it a year that's where you know they got it going on so so farmer boys ended up being the first spot that i ended up working at but man like their menu is equally as diverse but the farmer's burger award-winning burger like best burger in the ie like it's just, it's just a double bacon cheeseburger with avocado, but it's still just amazing to behold. Like you, get, I what I usually do with all the burgers I use I get is uh, add grilled onions. That flavor contrast with the cheese is just something that it has yet to be topped. That's why people go with animal style fries with that. I mean, like the cheese, the potato, and the uh, grilled onions. Come on, can't beat that. I mean, uh, I think on the other side of the spectrum, from like great actually tasting burgers to the other side where it's like they kind of went like too far with the burger mm-hmm. and they started adding all this stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, like I don't know, they'll add just a bunch of extra stuff that like does it belong in a burger, like chips or something, like oh, you know, yeah. where they just kind of go above. I've, there was a it. there was a joint that I went to that actually. I've actually seen it. I forget the, I even forget the name of it, but it's like a custom made burger place mm-hmm. where you get the menu and you pick the type of beef you want, the type of cheese. Is it Fuddruckers? Fuddruckers no. is like that. They, um, I forget what it's called. Mm. I forget what it's called. It was, it, they literally had a spot over by my uncle's house in, uh, in Montclair, but that spot closed down. Gotcha. And with reason being, it's like, you know what, with so much customization, it's like, when are you ever going to go to a place where you can order their burger? Why would you go, why would you go to a restaurant and order a burger that you'd want to your specifications? Right. You know, like I'm not going to go to a restaurant and order one of the burgers, like one of their flagship burgers that has like an iconic topping on it and take that iconic topping out and just be left with just a regular burger, you know? Mm, So that's why I kind of feel like those custom made places, they kind of, aren't ideal in the ways of in the ways of the fast food industry like the fast food industry has always been you go to the throne of the fast food industry you don't you don't we don't the fast food industry never walks to the throne of I just you. picture the owner being all upset with you like right now like oh are you gonna tell me how to do my <laughs> I know who he's talking about <laughs> I have 15 years in this game are you gonna tell me you're gonna tell me I got a throne I love my customers <laughs> oh man the why don't you put up the money? <laughs> I know, huh? 
I need to get back in the business. You got two thousand dollars I could get. I need a I need a fryer. The um so yeah, like even even exquisite like exquisite pizza joint I mean not exquisite pizza joints, but exquisite burger joints. Like have you read the dialogue on those br- no. This burger sits Nestle on a on a B Roche bun. <laughs> I can't even take that seriously. Topped, topped with <laughs> topped with red onions and your choice, your choice of American cheese and pepper jack. Oh great, my choice of two cheeses. <laughs> like that's not my choice essentially. It's like you got the choice of this or that. That's what it's telling me. Yeah, yeah. Like I hate, the, I don't like that dialogue that that certain fancy restaurants well, try to give a burger. You know, once you start hearing <laughs> that, you're talking <laughs> about. Upwards to about hundred bucks, probably. For I know. Whatever you're about to order. Th- then I know the estimation of what the <laughs> bill's going to be like. Our burg- our Angus burger sits sits heavenly upon a biroche bun with mustard and may- mayonnaise aioli. Did we dressing. mention it's a little under a hundred dollars for this <laughs> delicious, one of a kind tasting? Oh my gosh, award winning. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They will start off with that too. Our award-winning burger sits sits perfectly upon a pre-roche bun, and then we'll have a picture of like Obama tasting the burgers. I know, like just so like yeah, those joints right there, man. Yeah. Oh man, you know what else? You know, even not even I don't even have this uh, one uh, jotted down in our uh, in what we're supposed to be discussing, but one underrated food you can't have often. It's literally once some you're supposed to have once a year mm-hmm. like if you're really just feeling like you want to bomb your gullet with some good food a chili no. dog go to go to pinks in la and you know and it's not just an ordinary hot dog you take a bite into this hot dog you feel the snap at the outside you know what i mean you know what i'm talking about i know like, what you mean right now yeah oh I do. man i know what you mean and then you have the the, the cheese mm-hmm. the chili the grilled onions just that right there, I, so I try to have no sides with that. <laughs> I try. There is um, a Pink's over at the City Walk, the Universal Studios. So if I back in the day when I used to just handle the park, just by myself, I would go to the park. Um, I would just handle the park in like three or four hours. I'd get lunch around that time because I'd head out about one. I'd finish the park, head out about one. Mm-hmm. And oh, man. I try not to walk past Pink's because I'll, I'll walk past it, then I'll blink, and then I'm right in, in line. All of a sudden, Next, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they have a wide like r- ranging of, of different uh, menu options, and they're creative with it, yeah, which makes it even more appetizing because the way they 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 serve it up in the menu, you know, makes it sound like it's one of a kind. Each each different menu option, even, yeah. and it's like. Uh, custom made you know to the so when you're ordering one of their hot dogs it's not like you're just ordering a hot dog you're ordering like this elvis presley dog or something yeah like something very specific yeah mm. absolutely really good but yeah totally no, sinful. I, i'm with you on that one you you <laughs> cannot have pinks on a regular basis like before you get take any of our recommendations because we're gonna be talking about some good food that we would love to have cheat meals on but ideally it's not consult your doctor for you uh, consider any of the recommendations on the Come Sit With Us podcast. It's a good disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Come Sit With Us podcast, doctor, and they, they told me. <laughs> they told me to scarf my gullet with a chili dog. They said that this pink hot dog was one of a kind. I had to taste it because <laughs> they, they said. said 
They said I couldn't have it every day, so I took it as me having it every day. And they didn't say that I shouldn't eat it because I'm... <laughs> See, now I'm here asking for a bypass. Man. So, and you know, that's the best part about... Fresh old lawsuit. Just a fresh I know. old lawsuit. Barely started <laughs> the, the show. The people, the people, the state of California versus Mark Flores... <laughs> <laughs> all about our food barely started <laughs> oh my gosh oh here's the people's court theme song the people's turn, turn, turn. this is Mark this Flores, is Mark Flores. he tried an innocent podcast but what he did is he recommended burgers to everyone with no disclaimer what does the people think <laughs> turn, turn, turn. oh my goodness this is Isaiah the co-host who never really got to the bottom of really why they shouldn't go there Instead, made it sound very appetizing. Is he a crook or is he just a thief? <laughs> is he a crook? It's, oh, that's funny. But what I but what Mark didn't know is Isaiah signed a disclaimer waiving any rights <laughs> to for his opinions to be taken seriously on the Come Sit With Us podcast. Oh man, yeah, and th- that's the beauty about Pink's is that they don't have the, you know, they don't have. Uh, people writing out this big glorious like description of the burger they actually just have what the bur- you know what the the actual hot dog has in mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it's one thing that doesn't sit well with me if you're if you're a fancy restaurant come on we know what we're doing when we're ordering a, bur- ordering a burger we're totally exning 90% of the exquisite menu and going to a, like a regular burger <laughs> we know what we're expecting we're not expecting a a heavenly Quarter pound Angus yeah. beef burger. How much can you fancy up a burger, really? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Put so, a little parsley on it. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> just like a, you know, a little chef's kiss at the end. Sliced in half. It's just like a burger. And everything's, I guess, and then everything's to perfection. Sliced in half to to perfection. Okay, you can go half. If you screw that up, you really, you really to screwed perfection. up. Oh my goodness! So. Burgers, hot dogs, chili dogs, good stuff to have. Mm-hmm. Not good in moderation. In moderation, um, I know in particular. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know in he particular. Said moderation, but did you really mean it? <laughs> the other, and this is a this is where we're going to be spending a good meat of our uh, podcast on this one because. If you guys know me on the various social media feeds, whether it's come dot sit with us on Instagram or uh, El Notorious Pin on Instagram as well for the pin business, El Notorious Pin, come get it, come uh, see us for all your pin and apparel needs, and the and then our my Instagram at uh, Mark's Modern Life on Instagram as well. They will know that I have scarfed my face with possibly. Thousands of slices of pizza. I've had it a long time, and I don't think I'm going to be stopping anytime soon. I don't have it often. The last time I had my New York pizza, located in Fontana, uh, the last time I had that glorious pizza was the last time I've had pizza in general. But it was on the week of my birthday. So it's been a while. And I think even before that, it's actually been a while as well. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go into particular dates, but... Man, that's a long pizza time. Pizza, yeah, is just to me the perfect, the perfect waltz of ingredients where cheese and bread and tomato get together and make this beautiful trio 
this beautiful dance to make essentially a pie sits on dough topped with pizza sauce, cheese, and whatever toppings you can put on top. Mm. It is just makes my mouth water thinking about it right now. There's a few spots that I like having a good pizza slice. I know you've been a part of a few of these, uh, of these rendezvous, Isaiah, but round tables, King Arthur pizza is possibly, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of having too many toppings on my pizza just because, you know, you want to, you want to taste everything in there. But when you have like a big party in your mouth with like a slice of just this, that, and the other. Right. Right. So, Round table, round table pizza is basically a pizza, local pizza joint. I don't know if they're nationwide yet. It's beyond me. I don't yeah, really I don't check know either. But their King Arthur's, their their King Arthur's uh, Supreme Pizza is a supreme pizza. It's a supreme pizza. You know, it has all everything: pepperoni, sausage, bell pepper, onion. Um, I think there's slices of uh, different slices of meat besides that. But man, that right there was just. A crazy medley, crazy medley of just different toppings that just hit your hit your taste buds, and you just taste every single ingredient in there. Delicious, fantastic. Oh, Having it with the salad. <clears throat> <laughs> oh man, they even have. Um, I even took their challenge of having the uh, the the lunch buffet. That's mm. that's a bad decision. I never had that. No, I never had that. That's a bad decision for for any the restaurant to, to have me buffet? at a to have me at their lunch buffet. What's in the lunch buffet? I didn't even know that. So they have this, you know, salad. Make create your own salad. Oh, a couple yes, of a yes, couple of the yes. side items, and then they have like right. four or five different pizzas that you right. can choose. Yeah, gotcha. Why do they do this to me? That that is personal. Just to me personally, it's just I take all you can eat buffets sometimes as a challenge. Mm. You know, all I can eat. Oh yeah. Sure, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearing a bunch of plates. Uh, it says there are more than 450 franchised ah. company-owned locations. Alaska, Arizona, California, Hawaii, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, Dubai. Dubai, too? <laughs> You're in Dubai. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> fresh, fresh ingredients imported daily to Dubai. <laughs> I didn't know that. So kind of... So they're still stuck on the West Coast. Yeah, pretty much. But Dubai, I, someone opened up a franchise up there. I didn't know that. So several branches in Dubai. Can you imagine having? Hey, what do you do out here in Dubai? Oh, you ex- <clears throat> extravagant businessman? No, I opened a couple pizza shops. I opened a couple uh, you ever heard round, round tables. <laughs> you ever heard round table? <laughs> oh my gosh! All extravagant in Dubai, though. I know. Literally, looks like just. Nothing but business happens there every day. There's no like any anything but business. Like the tallest building in the world's there. Yeah. And you know what? They're actually building the next tallest building in the world next to that building. That's how crazy Dubai is. The audacity of this. I know. The audacity of places I can't go. Like I guess we can't travel there unless we're going out there for business. I guess that's how the United Arab Emirates work. Right. Right. So I don't know anybody out there. Open up a business out there. <laughs> Open up a round table. I'm here on business. I'm pick in the pizza franchise. business. Pick up a franchise real quick. <laughs> I, own a, I own a Cinnabon franchisee out there in Dubai. <laughs> real quick. 
Have you guys ever heard of a, a cinnamon roll? <laughs> the um, Have you ever heard of Peaks? Oh, man. So going back to Round Table's Pizza, mm-hmm. they... That is pretty much the max of like all the, the 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 ingredients I'll ever go with on a pizza. The the other places I go to for a good consistent slice and just the, the one slice, um, any Costco, any Costco gets the same ingredients from the same places, mm-hmm. and with that, everything is done the same way, and it always tastes the same. Your pepperoni slice is always going to be the, like the first one and the last one. The funny thing too is it's still a buck ninety nine for a slice that big, and it's literally two mm-hmm. slices worth. Are they closing the food courts? Do you know out to like just the people that are members? So the outside food courts, I don't think that they're going to be able to do that. I feel that yeah. personally, there's no way to contain people with without memberships to go. Like I Maybe felt that inside ones, then yeah, the inside ones they've always been able to regulate those, mm-hmm. but with people that are on the outside, um. I haven't seen I, I I stopped eating lunch at Costco because I would go every day. It's cheap and it's good and cheap. I can get a pizza slice and a hot dog for under five bucks and a drink for under five bucks. You already know where I'm gonna be at. The but I stopped going because then that's when I made my transition and making my making all my food at home. Mm-hmm. But um right around when they were doing that, they initiated that new policy that we've read across and I haven't been back since. So To um, Costco? You haven't been to no, Costco? I haven't been back to Costco. Dang. Yeah. That was, your, that was your homeland for a little bit too. Yeah, it's crazy. Like going, going to a spot where, because I, I used to work at, I used to work at that uh, Costco down the way, and um, I try not to go back to that one, even though it's like the closest one. So I don't even have a membership. I just don't want to see the old faces and like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I hate that kind of stuff, man. I, you know what? Take that back. I don't hate it, but it's tough going through conversations with people that well. We haven't talked this 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 long. Like, what are we gonna do to catch up? Like, <laughs> let me just grab my let me just what grab my groceries, do? guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's been it's it, those awkward conversations are just I don't. As much as I'd like to run my yap, it's just some of those conversations are just like yeah. Let me just go around my way, man. You'll get nothing but blunt honesty here on the yeah. uh, on come sit with us. Uh, how about pizza from uh, Brothers Pizza? What do you think about that? Brothers Pizza over off of Foothill and Rialto. Yeah. Now that spot, I've had plenty of lunches, plenty of long lunches over there. What does that mean? Um, let's just say, <laughs> let's said, just say that. Said in um, a way, like there's something like about a meaning to that long yeah. lunches. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you can't have an hour lunch, like an hour lunch at a spot like that. Yeah. And expect to it be under an hour. I mean, a pizza joint, man, you got a whole pie there. You're going to try to crush that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for people who don't know, which I don't know who doesn't know, but who doesn't know, this place is a very homey place. I think it used to be a house turned into a pizza pizzeria, restaurant, whatever. I am with you on that one. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, when you walk around, you can hear the floor, you know, you can hear like your your steps as you're walking around you hear people arguing downstairs yeah <laughs> no but no but yeah there's a small little parking lot in the back um yeah, very much a hole in the wall for sure and it's so delicious yeah. like one thing you can always say about brothers pizza located off of foothill boulevard in rialto california guys guys gotta look it up it's no exaggerations just not we're not saying not not blowing smoke to our local pizza joint here but it is 
fantastic. Mm-hmm. Not only is their pizza delicious, but it starts off with their dough. And it also starts off with how good that sauce is. I can like I can just taste how I can taste that sauce still. That's one of the things that stays really important with me is that if they can't get the dough and the sauce right or the cheese, then whatever toppings you put on there are still just null and void. Like every new pizza joint that you guys go to, mm-hmm. if you're able to just try the cheese slice first, try that first and then that you'll be able to assess the other toppings later. That's if you're really going to be trying to go serious with pe- with spots that you're going to try to develop a habit to keep going to later. How about Romano's? Pizza. Romano's. Yeah, they serve pizza too. They have a deep dish too. Romano's Pretty over... Good. Oh, you're talking about the one in uh, Redlands, California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good deep dish. I'm not a big... <laughs> so with deep dish pizzas... You're nodding your head like, man, they're good, huh? Like, oh, no, don't get me wrong. They're good. But, man, it's like it, it starts to become a pizza cake, like a cake of pizza. And that's what a deep dish is to me. And it's like with me, I've always been I've been OK with just the, how the regular pizza start off. Like so Romano's Romano's pizza is a Chicago style uh, pizzeria mm-hmm. focusing on deep dish pizza and putting basically whatever they can on a pizza that's just a lot that is what you get out of of a chicago style pizzeria is they they do like experimenting on those and it's just delicious stuff the menu is diverse still you can Mm, still great get um i remember i went to romano's i think just one night i went and i I met up with these friends i haven't talked to in a long time right yeah and it's kind of like a double date at this point and so we're, we're cool. We're hanging out. And Romano, Romano's actually turns into like a club. Oh, like, so it's a restaurant. Yeah. It turns into a club, right? Yeah. Towards the night. And so now we're like in the dance floor area, which is usually the eating area, which is kind of weird. But now we're in the dance floor. The DJ's playing like his song, whatever. And so, um, so I went to the restroom real quick, came back out. Um, we were dancing for a while. And then all of a sudden... The, the 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 girl bumps into some other girl or something and i guess like they start swinging at each other i'm like what is going on right always trying to enjoy a pizza yeah and then now i'm now i'm like trying to separate them and i'm like what just happened like this is a random stranger and they're just all of a sudden in the fighting this is the first time i saw this person in like years like i haven't seen them in a long time yeah and the one time the first time i see them this like the re- reunion here all of a sudden just big old fight breaks out and i don't know i can never forget that in romanos but yeah romanos is uh it's a place that turns <laughs> into <laughs> romanos is a good family restaurant great place, though. <laughs> great place great to have place a pizza, have pizza <laughs> make sure you have your... brought it up if it wasn't a make sure you work on your jab and your right cross before you come to romanos you might need it <laughs> You might need a you might need to take home a deep dish pizza after uh, after something like that. Oh my gosh, it's also hard to get a seat sometimes because it gets so packed in there. So it's like you're like squeezing through trying to get. And when you get a seat, it's like whew, got him, you know? Like yeah, a, exactly. <laughs> no, I. It's like squeezing in a in a in an airliner or something like. It's like to, airline seats, huh? Yeah, it feels like that. But yeah, 
It's a great pizza though, so don't let that take away from us. <laughs> don't don't look the don't let the assault uh, the potential assaults that you might get within Romano's uh, deter yeah. you from their great pizzas that they and have. And I remember that it killed the vibe so bad. Like after that, it was just like, like she was like so um, distracted by what just happened, like it just totally killed you know whatever vibe we were all on. So we oh, all kind of dispersed at that point. <laughs> I hate that, but it was so funny because I just like. That came out of left field. I would have never expected that would have been something that was going to happen. You know, <laughs> um, what about Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Like, have you heard of the about the conspiracy on Chuck E. Cheese pizza? <laughs> Where they, <clears throat> I think, I know what you're talking about the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. So you're saying that they, uh, <laughs> the conspiracy is is that when they give when they deliver a large pie to a table, they're actually getting different pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni pizzas <laughs> yeah. and putting them on the yeah. to make them too large. Yes. Just picture the big Chuck E. Cheese in the back, just like doing something all mischievous, like putting all these pieces. <laughs> so instead of having the whole pie that was originally created all together, yeah, they're getting all these like mercenary slices yeah. and putting them on a regular <laughs> yeah. pie. And here's Chucky just yeah. trying to bring it out to I you. I guess there's like people that have taken pictures of this where it's like they'll post it and be like, "What the heck? Like, why is the pizza all uneven and like all?" <laughs> uncut like not cut to like the way it should be like all together it's cut like big time uneven so oh man i don't know i think that's kind of weird you have to have you have to have the pizzeria experience of like 10 plus years in order for you to not use the slice guide that mm-hmm. some pizza restaurants have mm-hmm. costco has the, the costco's really good about using everything to their exact expectations they have this thing that uh, was taught with us because i used to work in the delicatessen like with the deli and the uh, and the rotisserie chicken, what they talked about is a phrase called hidden shrink. Mm. So say, so say if a company told you, okay, Isaiah, make sure you only use twenty slices of pepperoni on this pizza. Oh yeah. But you, being the artiste that you are, would put one slice of pepperoni in the middle to cover, to cover the one, uh, the one gaping hole in the middle of the pizza. By you doing that. Say if you do that 20 times, you've already lost the capacity to provide enough pepperoni for one pepperoni pizza. That is called hidden shrink. It's where you don't notice that your extra ingredients you're using actually come as a consequence to the future orders of what you use later. So they're good about that. So their their pizza their pizza sauce distribution is robotic. There hasn't been a there hasn't like it's all robotic. The portions of the portions of cheeses are weighed and everything of that nature so it's kind of like chick-fil-a with the pickles like you know, they it's always the same so the, and then they also in order for them to make sure that you're getting the same slice every time they'll put a rack that has the guides of where you should slice this pizza on the pizza so with that, they need to actually hit up that same company to get that at Chuck E. Cheese because right. those photos were like, <laughs> there's a slice of pepperoni pizza like three inches off the gap of the radius of the end, of the end of the pizza. Can you imagine just getting rebel slices from like, like food that... I just picture like an employee, a Chuck E. Cheese employee just having a bad day. And they're like, man, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of these kids. I'm sick and tired of people. And you slap this pizza on the thing like, man. Just yeah, you know what? Pizza I don't even want to make a pepperoni pizza. I don't want to make a pizza. Let me just slap all these old pizzas together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They, um, I've heard about that. That is a very, uh, 
they're also franchised, so it yeah. may, you may have to. Now that's a scandal. Now that's a Pizzagate. That scandal. that is a true Pizzagate that's scandal. That's a real Pizzagate. Let's start with these lowly <laughs> this low this low totem pole one here on Come Sit with Us. <laughs> because I know Isaiah is going to be covering the deep hot button topics over on the uh, the deep end. Make sure you follow them at uh, what's the uh, the yeah, plug for the Instagram? Thedeependpod.com. And then on Instagram, it's the deep end podcast underscore. A lot of pizza gators are getting mad at me right now, Mark, because, you know, we've been going, we've, Speaking been, of I mean, pizza. we've been revealing, you know, this whole pizza. Yeah. Game. You're uncovering a lot of, a lot of issues that have been pushed under, pushed under to different directions politically. Yeah. And in this politically charged climate where we have, Issues that are getting unearthed for the appropriate reasons. Like it's about time we talk about certain issues. So this is more than enough of permission, not essentially that you need or anything, but this is like the gateway for you being allowed to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like a lot of, uh, a lot of the speculations have already been touched on. Like people have already, I mean, what I've, what I've put on the podcast is a new people have already done this homework, you know? But it's not very out there, I don't think, enough where people can visually see, like, that for themselves, you know. And so now that I've kind of gotten to that point and try to share it, I got, like, I got a lot of good response, like, a lot of likes. Not so much comments of people who, like, said, like, oh, thank you. Maybe a few. The more comments I've gotten are the people that I've triggered, you know, people that <laughs> I've upset or popped their bubble. Yeah. And they're just like, what? No, you're trying to defend. You're like, getting different pilot. You're getting different pizza parlors that are just saying, DM me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you a free pizza, girl. I know. Yeah, Isaiah yeah. gets free pizza for life. <laughs> so the there's this one part of the segment I have uh, with us on Come Sit With Us where. So when you went to New York City, mm-hmm. this is where the genesis of American pizzeria started. Yeah. Um, you figure when <clears throat> when um, you have p- several people immigrating from from Europe, you have them start over New York City, and a lot of people establish life right then and there. And with that, you have the genesis of pizzerias, delis, different types of uh, different types of food of every walk of life. Even now there, there is just a who's who of restaurants, food trucks, mom and pop shops. Oh, it's bustling. Yeah. So bustling. let me ask you this. Do you remember any of the particular spots that you went to when you grabbed it? Like, did you get a quick slice of pizza? Mm-hmm. What, what was this? Yeah. My experience. Cause was, I, I didn't dive into that. The last yeah. time I talked to you about it, my experience, cause I, I went there really more for you know, to be in New York, to get, to feel that energy and also to kind of more sightsee um, and hit up the spots that, you know, are so popular and iconic. And um, while you're doing a lot of walking and stuff like that, uh, you have to pick up something. And I, I really had to go with something that was cost efficient because um, already I was kind of pushing the limit on the budget of, you know, making that trip. So for me, it was like I couldn't stop and and enjoy like restaurants and stuff like that. I was kind of more, I had to be on the move. I was on a schedule, but I did stop and, and, and try from like, um, these like small shops. Yeah. Um, and I don't even remember the names, but I tried, I tried like, I ordered a pizza, like a whole big pizza box, slice of pizza, 
cheese pizza. Oh man, and it's it's so simple, but yet different and bomb. You know, yeah. like I, I felt like I could eat the whole box. That's how good it was. Yeah, and um, I saw also I tried the hot dogs out there. Really delicious out there. Um, I I even tried some burger uh, from I forgot the place, dude. I can't remember the name of it, but I tried a burger spot out there. Yeah. Really good. Um, but there was some. There's I know there's like iconic places to try. Yeah, and I th- like really good authentic places to 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 stop at. And I just fortunately I wasn't able to stop at those places. But that's what I kind of plan on doing next time when I go do go back out there to like try all the different food spots. Um, but the pizza though, it's it's a different experience eating pizza in New York for some reason. Yeah, because you're like. I, I had it like right when I bought it off the street or off the store or whatever. I came yeah. outside. I was just like, I'm gonna just pop this thing open, like eat it right here while we're walking. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's just a different kind of vibe, or I don't know, something about that. The um. So when I went in 2014, when you go through this to traveling to New traveling to New York, seven hours, eight hours from California to New York, it's it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. I remember when. Uh, when I, we barely like hover over Pennsylvania. I'm like, oh man, we still got an hour and 45 minutes for what? For, for them to taxi around and find a spot on the runway to get to. So, so it took a while. And I went in 2014 with my friend uh, Jason. And we get down to, we get down to the airport and we're not going to eat at the airport. We end up taking the subway from JFK all the way to Penn Station. Yeah. And Penn Station takes you right in the heart of Manhattan. Yeah. And right before we right after we get off the subway, I just told Jay, I was like, look, I want New York pizza right now. Like, I don't care where I get it. Anything but like like how Michael Scott would fool everyone's like, yeah, I know an Italian joint. It's the Sbarro's. Oh, yeah. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's so, like, no, it's totally different. The um. <laughs> so this pizza joint that I went to again, I, I wanted the New York experience. So I was just like, look, let me, let's go to Penn Station real quick. Let's find a pizza joint here and eat a slice real quick and then we'll go out. It's like, all right. So we go to this spot that has just, oh, these, this array of, of pizzas. They have pepperoni, you know, sausage. They got uh, the jalapeno by itself. They got the um, all white cheese with actual um, feta cheese and and they even have the sicilian slices which just a big square slice uh, a big square slice of cheese but a lot more puffier dough and a lot more toppings yeah those sicilian slices that's just mm, where you gotta go yeah but um i was trying to get the new york experience so the new york experience is basically um um drinking out in public and getting a slice of pizza so i did did the both but within contained within penn station grabbed myself a tall can and went along the lines of where I bought this pizza at. And I was like, man, I can't wait for the New York experience. Hey, can I help you? I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sir. Let me get uh, one slice of pizza and one pep. Oh, yeah, one slice and one pep coming up next. That, to me, <laughs> at that point, was the New York experience yeah. all encapsulated in less than 15 seconds. Right. Yeah. Rude to me. <laughs> Pushed me off to the side. Just wanted my money. I was like, beautiful. I'm in. I end up going... I end up going to the uh, to the back of the rest like the back of the restaurant that they had to sit down, and I'm like, I want more of this New York experience. Luckily, it was me and about a table over. There's this guy, uh, a 
guy talking with his with his friend, and this guy's like super emotional, and I was just ready to hear any and everything that I can hear in New York, and dude, guy's just there with his uh, guy's there with his accent. He's like, but bro, you don't understand. I love her. I love her, bro. You're saying all that right there. And I'm just like, I'm just eating, just, just picture me eating my pizza all up in their business. Like, dude, I love her, bro, man. You got to leave her, man. She's bad for what you, man. What type of conversation? She's, she's bad for you, man. But you don't understand, man. She just she cooks for me. She does it all for me, man. Like, I remember this conversation this like it was Brock's yesterday. Tale? And here I am just like, Jason's trying to talk to me. I'm trying to listen to this conversation over yeah. here. There's some guy fixing tile in the restaurant across this way. I'm just like, there's a lot going on. Like, And then all you hear is like subway trains going in and out of Penn Station. That, to me, was just as New York as New York can get. And here I was like on New York soil within like two hours just getting it all in. Mm. Had that slice. By our hotel, there was this pizza joint. It's probably pretty famous. I don't know. But, man, it is. That was a delicious slice. The one that I really remember... And this is where I take all, this is where I get educated on what's really going on with pizza is that it's all about the crust. It's all about what type of dough you use. And then it comes with the sauce. If those, if none of that's right, you're, you're risking having a very bad slice of pizza with everything else. Cause if they can't get any of that, right, they shouldn't be in business. And you know, I'm thinking about what does that say about little Caesars $5? Oh man, well, it's consistent. It's consistently cost effective. <laughs> that is like the best franchise if opportunity. Out, if you leave it out, it's it's uh, it's going to give you some stomach problems. I'd right. Say. Free financial advice for anybody. You guys ever want to get a quick buck? Open up a little Caesar in a low income neighborhood, and you'll thank me later. That's one of the things that I got cooking in my mind. <laughs> um, but going back to what the first uh, allegedly. The first pizza restaurant in New York City, Lombardi's. I remember that name because it's just, that's how good yeah, the, yeah. the slice was. So I go to Lombardi's and it's just, we order just, uh, we order like a, ra- a large pie, but with uh, the, just with pepperoni. I told, I told Jay, I was like, look, let me just get the base of what this is. We don't want to go crazy toppings. I don't know how the style of pizza is. In 2014, Yelp's in its infancy, and a lot of the Google databases in its infancy as well. You know, you didn't really get a lot of great pictures back then, mm-hmm. or a lot, a lot of people, you know, flexing for the gram at that point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but man, that slice, the dough and the sauce by itself was amazing. I'd say the ratio to sauce and cheese on that whole slice of pizza, which is, this is Lombardi's thing, is like, it was 60-40. So it was more more sauce than the cheese. And then you had the sparse toppings laid up on, uh, like, laid up on the pizza as well. But man, dude, I still remember that slice like it was yesterday. Like, it was euphoric of how good it was. And it was, I felt like I was being, I was a part of the history of, and I say allegedly the first, uh, the first pizzeria, because there's a lot of history that goes within the first pizzeria. Like not a lot of people can actually solidify the first pizzeria in New York because it's just 
It's a lot of bunch of hearsay. Yeah. So, but but the guy from Lombardi's was. You know, no, the, I was the first. <laughs> I never knocked on nobody. <laughs> the so what it starts with though the main the main uh, precursor to all of it is the guy at Lombardi's. He either started the first one with someone else or he started Lombardi's with himself. And that's all. That's where the historians have this issue of like, hey, I don't know who started it. You started it. I didn't start it. I didn't start the first pizzeria. <laughs> like everyone's just equally as confused as everyone else. It's kind of like religion. Everybody doesn't know. Like, who's or keeper. no one wants to take the blame. Like, hey, who started the first pizzeria? Hey, I don't know. Ask Vinny. Don't ask me. I don't want to get in trouble. So that's where I've been able to be. I've been able to um, get educated on that. I also encourage people, if you guys want to get further education on pizza, there's a two-season series on YouTube called The Pizza Show. The gentleman, uh, the gentleman, his name's Frank. He does, uh, he has a pizza joint out in, um, Frank Pinello. I don't know, I say it like I know him personally or something. <laughs> but, um, he has, uh, he has a pizza joint out in, uh, oh, he has a pizza joint uh, several pizza joints called Best Pizza. And he actually had a show on Munchies called The Pizza Show. And Isaiah, this guy goes to Italy. He goes to several parts of Italy. He goes to Sicily to get educated on pizza. He goes to New York. He does his rounds in New York in his own hometown with his friends. Goes, tries different boroughs. He goes to Jersey to try pizza. Detroit. He goes to L.A. to try pizza. There's different spots that he's tried pizza at. <clears throat> And then you end up finding out that there's just a lot of people go are in unison when they say you got to get a good, you got to start with good dough and you got to start with good pizza sauce. That's where it all starts. And you go with, then everything follows. And if your cheese is delicious, oh man, mama mia, that's where it starts. That's, it's like perfect at that point. We, uh, I'm glad that you and I kind of share the same, the same taste palette. Like I, I'm glad that you have this, uh, like as soon as you were out in New York, was that on your mind? Like me to, to, to have a slice as soon as possible. <laughs> what was on my mind was like how to get to Manhattan. <laughs> Cause you used instead of going to JFK, you actually went to LaGuardia, right? I came, I, le- I came into JFK, but their air train was down. So I couldn't oh, get to the station like, yeah, yeah. straight up. <laughs> like I had to like, take bus. the bus because I didn't want to be a sucker and take the taxi, right? Yeah. So I took the bus. And my first experience was like, hey, does I don't have uh, I don't know how much it costs. Just just get in. That's what the bus oh, driver told me. Oh, yes. Just get in. Hurry up. Get in. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You didn't even pay for that, huh? Yeah, yeah. So that, that, was, uh, that was that was uh, my experience. But once I got to Manhattan, then, yeah, I, I wanted to, you know eat something <laughs> so you were just feeling safe for your livelihood then yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the that's the cool part about jfk to me is that they just have a direct subway they have a direct train yeah. line to to penn station and that's what i was expecting like i went there expecting like oh okay cool i already know where to take and i had to get straight there and <laughs> you're pretty up, down i got you i got you to print up the subway maps i was yeah. like look just take this line you'll oh, be yeah, all right that worked beautifully too yeah yeah all of a sudden just down down. Step one is already screwed yeah, up. My map's already all off. And, and that's funny too, because I said it consistently like, yeah. you don't need a plan B. Yeah. 
You don't need a plan B. All this is the first time that you'll know, take. I'm all in Queens, like all around Queens. <laughs> Dude, we did the same thing with, uh, we screwed up on the subway. So we take the, the line, uh, we take the subway line that goes as north of Manhattan as possible. We look oh, yeah. up, we're in the Bronx, in the projects, <laughs> like, oh, crap, dude. We got to get back to Manhattan. Yeah. stat. Right. We forgot our stop. And especially if you have your luggage, too. Because I was like, oh, my gosh. out of my luggage. Big old eyesore. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. a big eyesore for a little while. when, But luckily, it was only from JFK to Penn Station to then our hotel. Yeah. But, man, so... Make sure you guys go and uh, wrangling us back to uh, to the initial point. Make sure you check out the if you really if you guys really want to get educated on good pizza spots when you travel, the pizza show on Munchies is amazing. Um, and also too, make sure to check out Best Pizza over in uh, over in the various spots that they have it in New York. The guy uh, Frank Pinello is the host of Best of uh, the Pizza Show, but he's also a guy that owns a pizzeria. So. It's cool actually seeing him, an experienced, you know, uh, what do they call him? Pizza Aioli, a guy who actually makes pizza. Um, actually go to these people under the guise that he is not educated in the field of pizza. Oh, man, that's a setup. So, <laughs> but, it's, but the thing is, too, he takes an innocent approach to it. He doesn't like, oh, look at this. Look what I can do. No, no, he just. <laughs> look what I can do. Yeah. Just whip it up a fresh. He, um, he just takes it, uh, takes it how it is and just lets the, lets the per- person that he's, uh, the restaurant, he lets the restaurant host actually do everything in there. Um, funny thing, too, is that a good thing that you mentioned Little Caesars. He actually went to Little Caesars. And actually, like, made a pie for them that um, they would, uh, that he was trying to have them go global, like, go nationwide with it. So he actually went to Little Seasons and got educated on what they do and why they do their process and how, how honestly they keep everything cost effective in that regard, too. Mm. Insane stuff. Uh, for you guys that get educated, the pizza show on Munchies, check it out on YouTube. It's, it's binge worthy. I've, I've cycled through it twice already just because you know i i enjoy i enjoy watching shows about pizza what can i say now (laughs) the last part that we have luckily luckily we do have some time for this here on come sit with us also guys we want to thank you guys for tuning in to come sit with us make sure to follow us on uh, instagram at come dot sit with us and make sure to check out uh my apparel brand my pin and apparel brand at uh Notorious Pin, uh, the notoriouspin.com or on Instagram at L Notorious Pin. Uh, to the person that's harboring the name The Notorious Pin on Instagram, just give it up, dude. We need it. Um, Isaiah, you want to do the plugs that you have? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, if you guys want to check out uh, the show that um, I have going on, it's called The Deep End. Um, you can find it on thedeependpod.com or you can find us on, on Instagram, thedeependpodcast underscore. And yeah. just going deep diving and stuff. Yeah. So. Check us out on uh, social media too, or on our own personal Instagrams at Mark's Modern Life. And Isaiah, yours is what? Isaiah, but spelled out I Z A Y U H H underscore. The last one that I want to talk about is a staple in our Hispanic culture um, some good tacos and burritos. Now, the I'm I'm down with Chipotle. I'm I'm down with what they do there. But what I'm really I'm really for 
is paying that exact same price that Chipotle charges, but just getting a burrito that is just an, a gargantuan size. Something that will, like, if you poke it, you, like, it may bust out of the seams of how good it is. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to put over one of the best burritos I've, I've had a consistent, I've had consistently, and it is literally a hole in the wall. You will not expect good food to come out of this place. Rose's Market in Rialto, California, and I hope I'm the first podcast to talk about this, but Rose's Market in Rialto, California is probably the most cost-efficient and quantity-related too to get a good chicken burrito, a good beef burrito. I am not kidding you. I have... The burrito itself is 12 inches in length. The extra large burrito is 12 inches in length. And I still have the dimensions. Like I still remember the dimensions themselves. It is has to be four inches across. And it weighs over a pound. There's no exaggeration how big that thing is. That thing's huge. And you get it for a good, around the same price you get at something at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. But bro, I don't know if you've had it. Yeah. I have. Oh, so you've had it. So did you ever go extra large on that thing? Uh, no, I didn't even know. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> I feel bad for the bag. The bag is like the the bag gets the worst out of this because it yeah. just struggles. It struggles to contain the weight that this thing has. Man, Rose's Market has not only good burritos and tacos, but they also actually have good sandwiches, wings. What else they got in there? Burgers. They got chicken sandwiches. They got a lot of stuff in that hole in the wall. I've been going there. We have been going there since before high school. I know I've been there before yeah. high school. Yep. I used to I used to feel it as like a trek to get to like if I wanted a candy or like soda or something, I'd go take my scooter all the way down to Roses and come back home. But man, talk about if you guys ever pass by Rialto, California and you guys just Take the plunge into Rose's Market. Go in there. I promise you, it's safe. It doesn't look doesn't look pleasing on the outside. I uh, let's be real. The the it could be a better location, but whatever. It is what it is. But inside, delicious. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, it, the the burgers initially got me in, but man, when I started expanding. Asking like, hey, that that you want a chili? You want a chili? And then the guy knows you too. It's oh like, my gosh, this guy still <laughs> knows. Hey, hey, bro, what's going on? You want hey, the usual? Yeah. Like, how does he know my usual still? Like, I've been gone. Hey, welcome back, bro. You chicken burrito? I'm like, whoa, how do you freaking know that? Yeah. He's he. If I go there like once or twice uh, every few months, he'll know what particulars I do and don't want. I just I attribute that man's memory. I. He's like, hey, how's your brother? I'm like, how does he know Tommy? Like, how many times has Tommy come in here? Yeah, he knows my brother too. So it's, it's funny. He knows my mom. He knows. Oh, my goodness, my man. Dude, yeah. my, uh, I mean, the earliest memories I have with uh, my pops is like, he, we used to order food out there too, man. So even because Columbia Steel, he used to work at Columbia Steel. Mm-hmm. So he still was able to get a little spot over there, a little burger over there too, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's been, um, but it's been like a staple in the Rialto community. It doesn't get enough respect. I feel it's like the Rodney Dangerfield of 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 rest not restaurants, but like fast food joints. Because it doesn't get any respect, man. You know, the um, 
But they're, I'm telling you, going back to that burrito, dude, the perfect combination of rice, beans, chicken, cheese, salsa. Their salsa is like on the border of not being not hot, but tolerable. Yeah. You know, because I, I myself can do salsa like, like very, very hot salsa. I'm not like ghost pepper habanero you know, yeah, like, like devil snot. Like, I don't like any of that. Like on Just first we feast or something. Get me, you know, get me a decent hot salsa and, and I can enjoy it with my tacos. Not I, one where you can't talk for like a week. Yeah. Not like the blazing, like wing <laughs> challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. I, I, I need to have my, my <laughs> mouth working. You're like. The, it's not even enjoyable the, at that point. No, you're at that point, it doesn't become enjoyable. Out. It's like you're on the brink of getting your stomach pumped at that point. It's Anything like that makes you sign dumber? a waiver saying we're not responsible for what right. you do at this exactly. point, why are you eating it? Do you it? remember that scene in Denver and Denver where they were trying to play a joke on him and they put all those those chilies like in his burger or something? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> And they're like laughing in his face. He's all dead. He's all dying, dying before their eyes. (laughs) The um, so their salsa is perfect. I think that is one of the, the pre. You know that is exactly what you need in a good burrito. Like if you, it's good salsa. It's what you need. Yeah. Um, same with tacos too. I feel like the tacos. tacos The tacos are good, but you're better off. You're you can better still off do it without salsa, but yeah, I like salsa more. The the best tacos that you can honestly get are from food carts. Like any food cart, mm-hmm. like I want to see homeboy make that thing like right then and there. I want to see a big skillet. I want to see the garden salad be made right in front of me, and like just lay out the cilantro and onions. That to me, with a good like a good taco, two little small tortillas. Yeah. Oh man, get yourself and I don't know how they do this everywhere across the way, but they asked me, it's like, oh, what kind of salsa you want? I was like, right, give me the hottest one you got. I'm down to try the hottest salsa that they got because it is still just Oh, you want delicious. the devil may cry? Oh, right. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you want devil's tears? <laughs> is that what you want? The devil's tears salsa? Um the, the Antichrist, that's what you want. <laughs> the um but man, like, I, I like tacos done on the skillet. I don't like them prepared any other which way, you know, like done yeah, on done on like the, the flat top like skillet. Those, yeah. You I'm, get that certain, uh, certain charred ends on it. Mm-hmm. Hard shell tacos are cool too, but like you said, it, it, it's something about those like on that tortilla with those, it's, I don't know. To me, it's just like the perfect, it's the right amount, you know? Yeah. I, don't know, I feel like. Those and are right amount to me, right amount to me would be like prime Mark Flores probably could have taken down like my usual go to at uh, Tacos El Gavilan down the street mm-hmm. was like six carne asada tacos and a burrito. I was expecting you to say like twenty. No, no, heck <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a bunch of photos of me on the wall, with my go, thumbs up. Go, go, go. It's like there's like a bunch of photos of me with my thumbs up, and then like a doctor on standby. <laughs> No, um, but man, spots like that, tacos. I wish, I wish I could take down 20. 20 tacos. I'd rather, 
you're going to see me on the food shit like, Mark Flores beats Joey Chestnut by 20 <laughs> hot dogs. 20. Hosted by Joe Rogan. 80 hot He's dogs. He's so close. 80 hot dogs. 80 hot Joey Chestnut's dead. Mark Flores, <laughs> Mark Flores exceeded his totals. That guy always wins the hot Wait, dogs. One, one's coming back up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, so I'm, I'm always looking for that nice... Those nice crispy ends of carne asada. Like, now that is very specific, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because it doesn't, it, all of it can't be charred. Otherwise, you're dealing with fucking right. brute meat. The, yeah, it's not the same. The, but with but that little bit, like on the edge. Here and there. Here Damn, and there. Dude, you're asking for. And then some good, uh, some good chicken tacos sometimes with the green salsa, whatever signature green salsa they have, and lime. Like, lemon's good. Mm-hmm. Like, but man, you want to get that lime? Dude, you're gonna be talking yourself to go get into playing some tacos. Dude. Oh man, I would. But the way you're talking, I would. I, I, luckily, Sundays where I can actually deviate a little bit. But yeah, instead you're doing slim fast. <laughs> my, my trainer Jenny Craig says I can't uh, can't eat any tacos today. Um, so wrapping up. Forgive the pun, but like like food, we have to wrap this up as well. And to go, we do all do have to, to go right now. Um, food in general, we all need it. We all love to have it. But with what I want to get back to on the main title of this show, it's the little things that count. It is the attention to detail that these restaurants, these fast food joints put in each ingredient to make it memorable to make the pizza that you enjoy more memorable for you to keep coming back to make the, how they prepare the tacos to make it the way that you want to keep to make it to where you keep coming back for them. You know, it's little things like that that count. Now, all the foods that we have described here on come sit with us do require moderation. If we eat any of these foods on a regular basis, it is, not good for us <laughs> but the one thing that i want to uh wrap up in unison with with what we do here is that it's little things that count on your end when it comes to proper diet proper nutrition to where if you ever want to try any of the foods that we recommended you definitely will be able to because you've involved yourself in a nice uh balanced balanced diet and mixed it in with some physical activity. As long as you keep doing that, you'll be able to maintain maintain a healthy lifestyle. From what I say, I'm not a physical therapist. I'm not uh, a brain scientist or a rocket surgeon. You know, I'm only I, the only place I graduated was from the school of hard knocks. So I'm take everything I say with a grain of salt. But from what I'm looking at is that if you keep everything with a balanced diet, nutrition. You can deviate once every so often with all the foods that we recommend. Um, And it's the little things that count on your end to make everything else more enjoyable because now you have the freedom to eat the foods that you want without any guilt, without you feeling remorseful when you eat them. And that's what these foods deserve. Comfort foods deserve that to be completely comfortable for you to be eating them without any issue for you to enjoy them without any issue knowing that hey look can't have this on a weekly but every every so often i can 
So that it's the little things that count to make the delicious foods that we like eating more delicious, but it's the little things that count within ourselves, habits, consistency, and proper diet exercise that'll give us the ability to enjoy these foods for longer times and to make those memories count every so often. So with that being said, guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another fantastic episode of Come Sit With Us and make sure to be well. (music) 